When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Uh, okay, this is awkward, but this bike says he'd appreciate it if you removed his skull pattern saddlebags. He feels self-conscious about them around all the other bikes, and he says you're not fooling anyone. You mostly ride with your golfing buddies. <laughs> Listen, I'm just the messenger here. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I think you made yourself clear. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Welcome back to Feels Like Weezer, where we're discussing the uh, catalog of band Weezer, all of its songs from from uh, uh, the Blue Album to uh, Van Halen, <laughs> most recently. <laughs> I believe I heard about something else coming out soon, something about Seasons. Something about Seasons. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, Otherwise, I am Eric Nash from Almost Famous Minute. And my name is Martin David Tapia. I'm a musician and amateur songwriter. Yeah, and with us today is... I'm Ethan Flynn. I'm also a musician and amateur songwriter. Um, I've released some songs uh, everywhere, you know, Spotify, iTunes, under my name, Ethan Uh Flynn, and uh, that's who I am. Wonderful. Yeah, cool. It's good to have you here, Ethan. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be on. Yeah, and Eric, uh, what song are we talking about today? We are talking about the 12th track from Make Believe. The ultimate track. Get away? (laughs) Well, it's actually haunt you. Yeah, actually haunt you every day. I don't feel the joy. I don't feel the pain. Just a toy I am just insane Walking on my own Leaving you behind You are crying out That you need to speak your mind haunt you every day um so uh ethan if you don't mind i'm, I'm kind of curious uh you know you you, you i think you chose you you, you kind of requested for this song is that right yes i did choose this song so um, so what's the thoughts behind that your your general thoughts on the song and why that why that's the case why you wanted to come on well, I want to start it with a little bit of history that I know about the song. Uh-huh. So I believe in 2005-2004, Weezer was in the studio with Rick Rubin, and Rubin told Rivers to go to the piano and write a piano-based ballad, kind of in a similar vein to Barry Manilow. And Rivers was intrigued, and Haunt You Every Day is what he came up with. And... um Rick Rubin said he also used this technique with uh, other people that he had asked the same thing of uh, for their albums. And they came out with uh, 
songs in the similar kind of passionate emotion piano ballad uh bass style and that it always it always works out in the end and i and i think he is absolutely right this is one of my favorite songs and it really captures an emotion that a lot of people say is lacking from make-believe but i think can be found full force yeah. in this song so that's my opinion yeah, one hundred percent. It is a very emotional song, and it's got a lot of weight behind it with the minor chord progression that goes on. Really, mm-hmm. seems to add some gravity to the uh, to the song. I feel. Yeah. I mean, not to mention the lyrical content, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially melodically, because I I'm I'm one to focus on um, the compositional elements of a mm-hmm. song more. I mean, melodically, it's a very beautiful song. And Beautiful Weezer is some of the Weezer that I enjoy the most. So so, so you're def- are, are you are you like me, kind of more on the OK Human side of things versus Van Weezer? Or? Yeah. Yeah. OK. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I've heard much from Martin. I don't know if we, Martin and I have talked too much about. I mean, yeah, we, we actually we, we, haven't talked about yeah. this. We've mentioned that much. they've come out recently, but we haven't. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm trying to be, uh, when it comes to the uh, OK Human uh, Van Weezer dichotomy, I want to be like the one to like unify the two factions. This is my my goal in life. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to be like the Neo of this uh, Weezer uh, 2021 matrix. It may be too early to say, but yeah. if I have to stick up for some of the Weezer albums that people don't usually like, I don't think it's going to be either OK Human or Van Weezer, you know, maybe maybe some like uh, Make Believe Red, uh, Hurley even, you know, a lot of overlooked records. Ratitude? Ratitude, maybe the deluxe <laughs> version, you know, the deluxe version has some songs that are not bad. Yeah. The album has some songs that are not bad. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I give Ratitude a solid, um, if we include the deluxe version, a solid three songs that have absolutely no fault. But that that's that's pretty, it's not bad. That's, that's not bad. That's better than most albums. Yeah, right. That's better yeah. than most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I uh, read the thing that you said about um, Rick Rubin talking to Rivers Cuomo. And uh, but I read that he said to, or this is yeah. from Rivers from the, uh, I think from the Weezerpedia that he he was trying to write a Billy Joel song originally, like yeah. that was the impetus. Mm-hmm. He said Barry Manilow, which I think is uh, also interesting, and I think uh, I... that Rivers has said that he didn't um, end up really. That's like that was the impetus to start writing the song in that way on the piano. Mm-hmm. But he didn't really end up. The end product isn't that. Obviously, we can hear it. It's not really yeah. that kind of song. Yeah, yeah. To, to me, it's 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 you know between the two, say. And I haven't listened to very much Billy Man or um, um <laughs> Billy <laughs> Manilow. <laughs> I've listened to a ton of Billy Joel. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh huh. But I would have to I would have to go towards this being more like Barry Manilow. Yeah, I guess you're right. In certain certain little respects. If, it's not, if it's you not, have to it's pick not one, heavily, but I don't think. But at least, yeah. Mm. I I may be wrong, but I remember reading Barry Manilow somewhere. Maybe not Weezerpedia, but sure. Um, yeah, pro- Billy Joel too. It's it's kind of that um, piano bass theme, I guess. That was the original inspiration, and it kind of blossomed into something Rivers wanted to do. Yeah, it did end up kind of being like a Barry Joel sort of sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, do we feel like we've each kind of given? I mean, uh, Martin, you have a general take, you know, more than what you said. Is there anything else you want to throw in so far? Yeah, I'm generally uh, positive on this song. Um, it's kind of like at the lower end for me for the entire album but that's hmm. like uh i like make believe so that's yeah. like yeah that's like I, I, it's you. high yeah. yeah and actually um having um it's definitely grown on me i have my old rating here 
and yeah. I'm not going to say what it is right now, but when we get to it later, <laughs> I'll, I'll mention it. And um, it's definitely higher in my estimation after listening to it uh, like a lot of times over again. It gets better. Yeah, as I keep listening to it. Yeah, that that that, that, that was the going to be the main thing I was I was re- about ready to say too. It's it's and it's not you know I, I I'm pretty sure my rating will be you know pretty decent for it, but you know I'm not going so low as I think you might be, but but um, yeah, I mean it's just yeah it's, it's 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 these kinds of songs that are a little bit more you know. Uh, you know, you know, it's it's hard. It's not really grooving because it's not grooving, but it's it's. Yeah, it's a down tempo song yeah, for right. sure. But yeah, I, I guess yeah. I mean, that's 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 a great. So word it's not it. the kind of down, thing that like grabs you right away. Yeah, down tempo like, songs kind of grab yeah. me better. Oh okay. You know, so it's it's more my style. Okay, cool. Yeah. So do we want to talk about um, anything about the lyrics? Does anybody have anything? No. I mean, you guys have both already established that you're not super uh, lyrics people, so maybe you don't have a lot to say about it. Ethan, uh, anything? I, I, it's not, it's not a lyric, but it's part of the way River sings. I really love the part at the end where he kind of does the solo with his voice. Oh yeah, that's cool. You know, <laughs> like where there should be a guitar solo, he's like doing it, and I think like it, it's just really cool. Um. Let's take a look at the lyrics, though. Maybe there's something else that I could say. Well, well, it's kind of what you were just saying. It's, it's that you know this. Is, so <laughs> while there isn't there isn't so much of a guitar solo. I mean, there is, but it's <sighs> doesn't the guitar um, play along like yeah, they right. Double each other like it's, it's, yeah, yeah, the lyrics, yeah. Right, yeah, the vocals so, and the guitar. So it's back to that, which was very heavy that we had noted um, Zach and I uh, for the Green album. Um, but you know, in this, in this one case where, I mean, I was, there was points where I was listening to it a, a few times on repeat and then I had to get up and to do something and I just kept going through it in my head. I mean, like, hum, humming it and, you know, just going through the, the main melody notes, you know, it's like, I couldn't get away from it. Um, you know, yeah, that's that was, always that a, a super plus. Yeah. yeah. For me, it's I like, I, 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 I'm a chump for a catchy tune for well. sure. Yeah. I guess we all are. Who isn't? Yeah. Maybe some people are. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, a, lot of people, a lot of people tend to criticize the songs on Green because the guitar solo mimics the melody of the vocals in the verse. But I I couldn't disagree more. I mean, I love that about Green. Like it really okay. emphasizes the melodies in like simple ways that like the Beatles would have done on their early albums, like with the Beatles or hard day's night or that kind of thing it's it's in that kind of vein i don't think they were being lazy per se a lot of people accuse them of being lazy i 100 percent agree i think it's a choice and i think it's a good choice and i'm with you green guitar solo gang ethan hey exactly. hey <laughs> all right cool yeah i like that and then uh we get that mirrored in the uh in the song too so that's nice but yeah, I think that the lyrics uh, kind of tell a little story, and I think that uh, it's not a one to one. But I have like my my little story in my mind that I've yeah. cooked up, and it just seems to be about. Oh, do you want to say something, Eric? Well, I was kind of I was kind of curious. Maybe you can answer some questions, like like some of the oddest little phrases in it. I mean, the, you were just a toy is the one, like the first one that stops out pops out yeah. at me, you know. And then like in this, that's the, that's the first verse. In the second verse. It's kind of like, when will stupid learn? <laughs> it's a question mark. You know, it's, it's a question. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's... <sighs> I, yeah, I think they're you know. interesting lyrics, and um, they're not... I think it's nice that they're not super literal, but it does seem to be... I have my little story about yeah. either uh, Rivers himself or maybe a character that he's portraying. I guess we okay. never know whether it's a one-to-one. <laughs> Well, I mean, um, that's definitely something. I mean, you know, again, once again, going back to Pinkerton, you know, and 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 the and the problems there with the lyrics and so forth. But um, it's, you know, it, it it's certainly at least in that case, it certainly came came a came out and came about that you know he was fairly what much talking about his own experiences and so forth. That was 
it seemed like yeah. things were, were 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 pretty surface level. For sure, like one hundred percent. But then it yeah. seems like as uh, time went on, he yeah. was more reticent because of some of the pushback that I think yeah. he got for right. some of the uh, Pinkerton lyrics. Uh, more reticent to say that the these things were actually mm-hmm. about him or his experiences. Which, I mean, I guess if you're writing a song, you can always use your imagination, but it's at some point, like a song lyric or like an idea for a song does originate with the person, right? It's got to be, it's got to necessarily be like a part of yourself that's coming out. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't, a story or a piece of art doesn't always have to be something that you uh, agree with 100%. But yeah, this just seems like a, a little story about a, a fellow who's uh, leaving a lover and, um, yeah, uh, you know, walking on my own, leaving you behind. Uh, you were crying out that you need to speak your mind. And then you get to the chorus, which, of course, is, uh, oh, so alone in love. And to me, that feels like the voice of the, in my little story, the perceived lover that the um uh, main character so to speak of the song is leaving behind does that uh, jibe oh. with you guys does that make any sense mm-hmm. hmm. this, so this is the story that i've constructed in my mind and then um yeah yeah the next uh then the next verse just kind of uh goes on to like Ooh. kind of explain the mis the misgivings of the main character whether or not mm-hmm. that be rivers or you know a uh a constructed kind of character huh. about what he's done. Uh-huh. Well, now, now back to the course though, you know, you said, so the soul alone in love, that's from the other person's point of view. That's the way that I'm reading it, in but I think there are other interpretations, but, but w- what, yeah, what w- do you w- think? Would you, would you then throw in the, the title I'm going, you know, with the added, I'm going to haunt you every day. Is that her? saying back to him that still that part still also? i kind of i can read it that way so, and i can read it so the narrator the other way too is, yeah is, i can see i can see it way. both ways or like maybe the really the cool wow. like ultimate base take is yeah. uh that it's both yeah sure yeah 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 it does can make sense because it seems like rivers is haunted by this this uh other person mm-hmm yeah, especially when you put in the context of like this uh, minor chord uh, kind of progression and melody, like the heaviness of it kind of adds to that feeling, and then like the lyrics as well. Yeah, right. Yeah, people uh, people talk a lot about how make believe is like a watered down Pinkerton. I don't know if you guys ever heard that, but uh, I've never heard that, but I can I get it. But this this uh this track does remind me of Butterfly in some aspects yeah. where Butterfly is like really literal. This one kind of beats around the bush, but there are stuff like I'm gonna kill when I need a thrill, right? And in Butterfly, he talks about trapping a butterfly and the butterfly dying, and he's and he's like, I'm sorry for what I did. I did what my body told me to. I didn't mean to do you harm. You know, it's it's similar themes, you know but tackled in in different ways, different perspectives. Yeah, I think uh, you're kind of right. It's like the guilt of um, the the way that you may have uh, treated somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Would be the the, uh, unifactor there. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That's all I wanted to... I just wanted to say that little story that I constructed for the lyrics, but I don't have anything else. Do you guys have anything more that you want to say on a lyrical tip? Uh, No, I don't think so. Yeah, lyrics. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good on lyrics. I mean, I guess, you know, the next... I mean, I think think either or both of you might have kind of already said a little bit of something about the piano here, and and we've been getting some more of the piano in the latter half of the album, I think. It feels like the keys, keyboards and or piano both which is something again it's something that we've we've come to recently <laughs> have have a lot more of um for the main instrument you know uh for rivers himself especially when when they did the uh concert um from a month or so ago now um where, where i mean that's that's like you know pretty much the only instrument he plays at least for the the album proper that they go through <laughs> that they run you're through. talking about the okay human concert yeah. right right yeah exactly yeah i'm sorry okay. exactly yeah. um and uh you know so 
there was one point when I then was was listening to this. I, I, I try to often listen to this, to each, each of the songs as we do them in some different settings, not just on my computer, you know, um, but also like in my car or something, or maybe through, you know, through uh, some, some uh, nicer speakers uh, besides uh, headphones, computer headphones and so forth um, uh, on, uh, uh, you know, on, on the st- more, more proper, closer to proper <laughs> stereo system uh, sound. Um, and, you know, th- there was, but I think it was, I think it was when I was in my car, I, I felt like I, I kind of drifted off into the thinking of, you know, how, how close this could be, how, 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 how little could change to kind of get it to the okay human format, you know, I mean, just, just, just swap out some more, some of the, the, uh, you know, guitars and mm-hmm. I mean, they, they could easily be violins and yeah, this one would definitely fit if it was yeah. just, yeah. It, with a little tweak, it could easily be a okay yeah. human track. So I mean, that, and that was something that, that was really interesting in the in that concert, the latter half of it, that they did a few of the older songs, and even one of the newer ones, "Hero" in the okay human style. Yeah, that was a good one too. I I like the just on a tangent. I like the okay human version of uh, "Hero" yeah. mm-hmm. be- better than the Van Weezer one. Yeah. So I'll come down on that side. Maybe I'm failing at yeah, being the the neo of the this uh, 2021 Weezer Matrix. I've already come down on a side. Oh no! Oh so, dear! Well, 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 well <laughs> let, let, let me suggest to you something. I did find uh, was was okay human on on YouTube was okay human songs done in the style of say like a like blue album classic, you know. Yeah, and they're very so, similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are some good songs. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds good. It sounds good with the electric guitars, too. Yeah. It sounds good oh, yeah. either way. Yep. But, yeah, um, so do you have uh, any more, Ethan? Did you want to – you're, you're uh, our uh, big uh, melody guy here, our big uh, – what do you – do you have any more to say about uh, about this? Um, any – Anything to illuminate for us? Well, Paul McCartney once said, uh, sometimes it just comes to you. You know, he didn't learn theory or that kind of stuff in music. He just played on the guitar and, and sometimes a great melody, it just speaks to you for reasons unknown. And there are songs like this where I, that I just feel, you know, like it just comes, it comes naturally. And it's like, for some reason, melodically, this song is is uh, top tier for me in, in Weezer's catalog. So I just have uh, a bunch of praise for it. But <laughs> yeah, you know that, what? Yeah, I get it. It I, I this one hits me in the feels, and mm-hmm. you know what? It feels like Weezer, huh? It does <laughs> feel like Weezer. Yeah, but uh, I think it's interesting. Did you uh, two listen to Get Away? Did you um? Are you familiar with that? Uh, getaway. <laughs> yeah, Eric. Uh, I, I, yeah, so I. So you I, mentioned it I, earlier. I teased it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I didn't actually. I haven't listened to it. I don't. I don't think I did. I, I know I listened to one demo, but I don't think it was you know th- that early of a demo. But um, I don't think I'm familiar. Yeah. So so it's just the, a demo. Yeah. On the on the Weezerpedia, there is yeah the lyrics for it. So it's definitely, you know. So yeah, it's like an an early version, and it's the same chord progression. And I think it doesn't change chords. It's just like four chords the whole song, right? Like the okay. uh, "Haunt You Every Day." I'm pretty sure, unless I'm uh, misremembering, which I could very well be. But it's the same chords, and it's like a different melody in the um, in a kind of different lyrical content. But the melody just doesn't quite land the way that, especially the chorus. Um, for haunt you every day is really like far superior than get away right right but um yeah it's kind of an interesting to hear like a a kind of proto version of that song so that's why i brought it up uh, eric i I thought you i thought you might know more about it since you you teased it earlier but uh yeah that's pretty much all i have to say about it it's just like a slightly inferior version of this song and then the the lyrics are um just kind of like a about a sort of petulant, uh, angry person, 
it's kind of like a weird song for for rivers i guess yeah i'll have to take a listen to it uh i mean i will say this about uh the song and the album in general a lot of people go make believe is the point where weezer changed or weezer wasn't like weezer anymore and this song literally could not get any more Weezer. Like, what were you missing? <laughs> yeah. And I think that even, like, you can even say from the beginning, like, after the Blue album, like, Pinkerton is a departure from Blue, right? And so, like, that's, like, different from, like, what Weezer is. It depends on, like, how elastic you allow your uh, your idea of what a band can sound like to be. You're absolutely right. I so mean, and then like green is like different from Pinkerton and uh, Maladroit's different from any of the other stuff and so on. Even all you know all the way down the line to Van Weezer at this point in 2021. I'm surprised anyone was surprised at any new material after Can't Stop Partying came out. I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, yep. that's um, pretty much, uh, I think, all that I have to say on the song proper. Uh, yeah, anything same, to add? Same here. Uh, Ethan, yeah, anything? Um, if I have to say anything more, it'll just be that I cannot believe that We Are All On Drugs got a music video and this song didn't. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can agree with that, yeah. but um, I think, yeah. I mean, uh, you. Our last episode was um, cut out. Freak, freak yeah, me I didn't out. Hear me either. And that was that. I've, that's my pick for like the underrated gem for this album. Uh, if yeah, I had Martin to pick, one, if I only. Oh, am I am I back? Yeah, you're okay. back. Yeah. So freak me out is my cut. Uh, my uh, okay, pick yeah. for the underrated gem for this album. But I mm. I do think that um. This is also a underrated gem. Just oh. not like the top one for me. Like Freak Me Out I think is like a that's my top shelf. This one is my uh my second shelf. Yeah. Uh -huh. I I do love Freak Me Out although I will say uh to get a little bit off topic here, I think Freak Me Out has huge underdeveloped potential. I hear a build up as the song goes on and on and on and it just finishes before that build up ever comes. Do you guys do you guys hear that or am I just going crazy? <laughs> like the song builds up towards the end and then just just stops. Yeah, this is a difficult thing to say because any song you can kind of imagine like what if it was better? What if it <laughs> became better in the end? Like I think I can imagine that for any song that's ever been written. So it's mm -hmm. difficult to be like <laughs> <laughs> you, you know to put a finger on um on how this one is different from any other song in that regard yeah yeah you're right i just um i don't know there's there's something about the end like the instruments like swell up and if you're taking another listen to it one of these days take 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 a listen for it maybe you'll hear something yeah, I really like the end of that song too. I can't like the um the outro. I think I was talking in the last episode. Okay, well we're you know, we're going backwards in time, but that's okay. We can we're allowed to go on little tangents. Uh, <laughs> I think that outro is really cool, and there's like this kind of like minor chord that like gives it a sort of off kilter feeling mm -hmm. in the end of it that makes it a uh, that makes it like it uh, jibes with the freak me out vibe. That I said jibe, I think, maybe twice today. <laughs> I guess that's okay. It's all right to repeat words. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, here's what I suggest, Ethan. This is what I would really like you to do. <laughs> and you don't have to accept this challenge, but uh, it's going to be – it's on the table if you choose to accept it. All right. Make Freak Me Out what you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a good challenge. I do have a lot of time on my hands. <laughs>
Like if you if you have like a uh, if there's something that you feel is lacking about the song and you think it would be better, like bring that out into the world and uh, do it do it in a better way. Yeah, absolutely right. I will consider your challenge. Consider it hard, <laughs> Ethan. Consider it <laughs> as much as you feel like. Actually, I'm not I'm not telling you what to do. But yeah, okay. What's the next? Uh, what's our next uh, segment? Well, uh, well the, Eric, the the left channel, right channel. Oh, segment. I love this. <laughs> Let's play the theme song. <laughs> the left channel, right channel theme. Left channel, right channel. Left channel, right channel. Left channel, right channel. What's it gonna be? Eric has some information for ye. And uh, you can't hear it, Ethan, but it's like... Doo, 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 doo. Okay, okay. Actually, it goes nothing like that, but um, we're just... Okay. It's like a little theme song that I wrote for this segment. And then Eric's going to tell us what he heard in the left channel and the right channel in his headphones. So the uh, the differences I heard were pretty much nothing on this one. <laughs> yeah, which is more in keeping with the rest of uh, the latter part of the album, I think, again, uh, versus, versus uh, well, I think it was the very last one, I think Freak Me Out was the one that had uh, had, had the stuff going on with those harmonics. Um, but yeah, so yeah, no differences. How, how much fun was that? This has been the Left Channel, Right Channel Report with Eric Nash. I think it was a lot of fun. This continues yeah. to be my favorite segment, and uh, I get I get a little bit hyped every time we get to it. So let's play the closing theme. And here, <laughs> presumably, it played unless something went horribly wrong with Zach. And um, yeah, and then now we get to talk about whether or not this song was on. Rocksmith. I have a pretty good idea of what the answer is going to be, but um, you know, let's uh, open up the segment and have Eric talk about that. We're gonna find out once and for all is this song on Rocksmith? Well, I can promise you this: that the uh, the the next time we do a song episode, <laughs> yeah. Because this is the last song of this album, yeah. uh, uh, I will have some new, up, more up to date info on this. But right as as of the time when I collected the information for this uh, latter half of the album, I believe uh, there was no no Rocksmith versions on the CDLC for it. Well, it's yeah. sad to hear, but sad. Um, you know, we're gonna we're just gonna yeah. have to accept it and move on. <laughs> I don't see any other options for us. We can't you know wallow in the sadness of this song not being on rocksmith forever at some point you know we've got to we've got to get past it and you know what i think right now is that point mm-hmm. <laughs> and now at last we know if this song's on rocksmith let's talk about uh, another segment yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we yeah. don't need to dwell on the sadness Okay, uh, covers. There is a song, and that's a fact. Now tell me who has covered that? Who has covered that song? Who has covered that song? Let's talk about covers. Yeah, so covers. Uh, through uh, the my normal source, my old old normal source, uh, which has uh, been failing me, much like Rocksmith, uh, there, were, <laughs> there were no covers of this song uh, officially out there in the world. But via YouTube, there were a couple that I did did, did note. Um, a a little duo band was Love Anew, as one yeah. word: L O V E A N U E. And two, you know, I'll say Asian young women who who sang and and played guitars, you know, acoustic, uh, pretty pretty well. I mean, every now and then there was a little little weird weirdish note hit, you know, or so forth. Uh, but um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, you know, to hear hear them give their little pretty uh, uh, slim down take on it. 
Yeah, I'll second this recommendation too. Uh, this is the first hit that comes up, I think, on yeah. YouTube if you look up "Haunt You Every Day" cover. Uh, but yeah, um, they. It, I think that uh, they do um, mess up a few times, and but it's like uh, really in a kind of a charming way. Yeah. If that's mm-hmm. uh, something that makes sense to our listeners, and um, I don't know if they are siblings, but. Um, mm. I suspect that they might be because sometimes when uh, siblings sing harmonies together, it has yeah. a certain quality that I think I may have detected there. But I could be wrong. We have sure. no further information on this group. Uh, love if, anew. If, if they're if they're as much Weaver ah, Weezer <laughs> uh, 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 fans as as we are, maybe. Uh, which maybe they are because they're doing a cover song of a <laughs> not <laughs> single. Uh, yeah from an album a deep cut in other words um so so if they want to reach out that'd be wonderful (laughs) if they happen to listen um or if anyone knows them even um but that okay so then otherwise we have another kind of asian (laughs) thing going on here some characters uh for this uh the apparently the band name is some characters and the comment below in the youtube said it someone uh uh defined you know the characters being mean Vegetable human. Vegetable human. Comes from vegetative state. (laughs) Oh. As being this band name and these, you know, Asian, Chinese ish, what have you, like characters. So, so this, this performance was, uh, was, was better than another one, which was uh, from, from a more fuller band. And the other, the other one, the, 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 the vocals were so low mixed, I couldn't get through it even. Yeah, you know, I just didn't feel like even continuing. But at least this one, this one was a good bit better. Um, they were still a little on the lower side, but you know, it was it was still fun to hear uh, a fuller band play it. You know, I, and I think it did have someone on on keys, but it still it it it, it had a little more raw, uh, you know, guitars going on. I think if I remember right. Yeah, and it was like pretty similar to the arrangement yeah. that we find on the album. Yeah. This pretty one that you're talking about, the uh, the Love a New one, I think is nice because they uh, seem to have come up with their own uh, vocal uh, harmony arrangement, yeah. and uh, it's pretty sweet. I think it's nice, so I would yeah. recommend that one. But yeah, also the one that you're that you're talking about, this yeah. uh, vegetable person is is not too bad either. <laughs> but if you want to see a live version. Um, uh-huh. There's like the Weezer version, which yeah. it doesn't really count as a cover, but I'm going to talk about it here it's in definitely. the covers segment. And uh, yeah, this is from uh, April 27th, 2005 at the Moore Theater in Seattle, Washington. And uh, as far as I could tell, it's the only video evidence of them playing Haunt You Every Day live. I don't know if you guys looked up any of this, but this was all I could find for a live version from Weezer themselves. And it features uh, Brian on keys. So that's like a cool little thing. And then uh, there's somebody else on guitar, and I couldn't tell who. But my research suggested that it might be somebody named Bobby Schneck. I would have loved to to see Weezer play this song in 2005 when I was three years old. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't think I would remember it very well. Maybe you would though. Like maybe it would have been a formative experience for you. Maybe you would be a different person if you had seen Weezer play Haunt You Every Day in two thousand five. Do you think it would be for the better or for the worse? For the better for sure. For sure. I mean I was seeing maybe the wiggles at that time. Um, <laughs> live or <laughs> Oh yeah, live. I was a crazy music fanatic all my life, yo. <laughs> Wow, Wiggles head. Okay. My parents took me to to everything. Oh, but, wow. Um. Yeah. So. So. They, yeah. It was nice. But when I grew up, you know, we started listening to like uh, like uh, the Beatles at like young age and that kind of stuff. And now I'm here, and I love Weezer. We're all here, and we, we all love Weezer. Well, we all love Weezer. And anyone who covers Weezer. Uh, especially haunt you every day is all right in my book. That's what I would say. Yeah, this is a dope song to cover. There should be if you're out there and you're listening and you are a musician. Here's my challenge to you: take it or leave it. 
Cover haunt you every day. Cover, um, oh girlfriend, I love that song too. Yeah, sure. While you're at it, why not? I I did play that song live once, um, so I can throw myself in there. But I, I don't think we recorded it. How did it go over though? Did the audience love it? Um, the audience was pretty cool. My my bass player hated it because he doesn't like that song. <laughs> And he was he was like taking a break while we played it, and he was like, "Why you play that song, man?" I was like, "Yo, this I love this Weezer song, dude." But I don't know. Some people some people are too hard to please. Hey, different strokes for different folks, huh? Am I right? Yep. All right. Well, let's uh, close up the covers segment. How about it? I don't. I think I don't yeah. think we have any more to talk oh, about yeah. in yep. this arena of covers the covers arena where all covers that have ever been uh, produced battle it out we talked about covers we talked about covers we talked about covers and then nice. i think all that we've got left is our rankings right or, or, or the ratings actually oh yeah, yeah. sorry i'm think i'm skipping ahead to next episode <laughs> yeah because I've been excited about it this whole time. Oh yeah, and, you guys are gonna rank a make believe song. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna rank them, but right now we're gonna rate them. Eric, would you like to explain to Ethan how our rating system yeah. works? Well, it's just uh, just a, it, it, it's just a matter of right now what what you want to say, what you feel uh, as far as you know, uh, zero to ten. You yeah. know, uh, in, you know, I, th- I think we had a question recently from my last guest or two. Uh, uh, you know, they, they were wondering, okay, wait, is this just for Weezer or every every <laughs> music <laughs> bit of music? out there yeah on the scale and, of and all songs I, I aired on the every bit of music side of things that's for sure it's the way i've been thinking about it oh okay the okay. others have to but maybe not that is a good question though <laughs> but zero to ten what would you rate this song ethan you want to go first yeah if you have to put a number on it and uh guess what you do have to put a number on yeah. it <laughs> we will beat it out of you <laughs> say no um I in in um in other years I would have been a lot more generous to many Weezer songs. However, today I only pick and choose a few that I think are perfect, and this is one of them. Ten out of ten for me. All right, wow. I love it. Mwah, chef's kiss from me. Great rating. Uh, I'm gonna throw it to you. I'm gonna want to go last, so uh, sure. You go next, Eric. Um, because I want it to fall. <laughs> um, above and below uh, certain other songs. Um, you're pl- you're playing an averages game. Is this yeah. what you're telling me? Or... Right. Yeah. Oh, drum roll! I'm going to have to give it. A nine point one, yeah. Nine point one. Nine point one. Nine point one isn't bad for a supposedly low score. It's pretty good. Yeah, mine's actually probably gonna be a little lower, and by probably I mean definitely. But I just want to say, Eric, real quick, <laughs> Chef's kiss to your rating as well. Yeah. Just because I my rating is not the same as your rating doesn't mean that your rating isn't so good, and I love it. And I love you. Um, but my rating is going to be different. And uh, when I um, started listening to this album, when we started uh, recording the episodes to go back over them, I wrote down all my ratings and I wrote a seven, which seems like super low to me right now. Like having listened to the album like over and over again and like having this song particularly, this song might have like risen higher than all of the other songs like all of the other songs i thought were good before but this one i like kind of bugged me at first 
and then the more I listen to it, the more I'm like, oh, this is a pretty good song. Mm-hmm. So that having been said, my rating is going to be 8.75. 8.75. Yep. You want to hear the average? Right yeah, 100%. I love averages. <laughs> Maybe we should start a new segment where we talk about the average or like where we calculate the average after yeah. we rank. <laughs> Okay, okay, but yeah, let's hear it. So the average for Haunt You Every Day among us three is 9.283 with the three repeating. Yeah, I love repeating threes. <laughs> Pretty good. There is no right, there is no wrong. It's just how we feel about a song. And when we feel like we feel about a song, rah, 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 rah. At the end, we like to uh, shout ourselves out, particularly our guests. Do you have? Uh, do you want to talk about like where people can find your music, Ethan, or any anything else that you got going on that you wanna you wanna talk about? Yeah. Um, let's see. Music is my main thing. So I've been releasing songs since 2017. Yes, 2017, and I have a new album coming out in next month, June 11th called the pumpkin club 12 brand new songs that's my stepdad's birthday really yep so i know what i'm getting my stepdad <laughs> pumpkin songs that the pumpkin is- club what's it called yeah pumpkin the club? pumpkin club yeah. okay the pumpkin club got it i'm uh, sorry i'm sorry to interrupt go on <laughs> <laughs> if you if you hear any similarities on this album between me and weezer uh, they were totally not intentional, maybe a little intentional. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, you can just you can search up me basically anywhere on the internet, and you'll find me. Not that Ethan P. Flynn guy though. That's someone else. Yeah, just- not Errol Flynn. That's someone else as well. <laughs> yeah, it's like an um, old timey movie star. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, other than that, that is pretty much what I do and where you can find me. All right, you heard it here, listeners. <laughs> Check out Ethan Flynn, uh, Pumpkin, The Pumpkin Club is the upcoming album, June 11th, or if you listen to this after June 11th, which I think you probably necessarily will because it won't come out until way after that. So yeah, it's, it, it will be available. Check it out. And if you do, thank you. And if you don't, thank you for listening. We love you. We love you anyways. All right. Uh, and usually I make Eric say his stuff first, but I'm going to go now. And I'm uh, just going to say that I make music too. Check me out. Bandcamp.com slash Martin David Tapia. M-A-R-T-I-N-D-A-V-I-D-T-A-P-I-A. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, thank you both so much. Uh, yeah, definitely, uh, Ethan. Um, yeah, and Martin, uh, wonderful. Uh, we're just having such fun here. Keep going on and on until the end. And sometimes back. Until the end of our lives. With Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> River's life will end, and then ours will, like, five years later. Well, dude, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how long you plan to live, Eric, but I might, I might be holding on by a thread. I'm not yeah. sure. Rivers, Rivers might live uh, uh, longer and write m- way more songs than we're ever able to cover. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, so that's, this has been wonderful. Um, yeah. So my uh, s- socials or so so forth uh, things you can find me at. Uh, I, I have my first uh, podcast, Watchmen Minute, a long time ago now, um, in the movies by minute genre, and then um, more recently, uh, Almost Famous Minute is still coming out. Uh, just got a few more months left here so find those at moviesbyminutes.com of course um and we and almost famous minute feels like weezer and almost famous uh are on the pantheon podcast network you can find all a whole bunch of shows uh music related shows podcasts there at pantheonpodcast.com and a huge thanks to uh, Harmon audio for uh their supplied akg microphone and headphone set that you are listening to me um and maybe barton someday yeah, um, yeah. I we I keep my fingers crossed every day, but I'm gonna I'm gonna shout them out and hope that uh, 
that um, uh, someday I, I, I get my Harman audio microphone and you will hear the dulcet tones of my voice in an even, even greater fidelity than you're hearing now. So check it out. This is my shout out. Harman Audio! Um, so, and then also uh, definitely check out this show on Facebook at facebook.com slash feels like Weezer. And we have our little uh, group there too that you should uh, try to get into uh, uh, at the Feels Like Weezer Listener Society. Please come and see and, 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 and uh, ask to be asked to join. You know, we should let you right in. It shouldn't be hard because we'd like more people to come and talk with us. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff, we, Jeff's a good guy, but come on, more people, please. <laughs> um, so uh, this has been uh, uh, Eric Nash for Feels Like Weezer, and you've also heard Martin and Ethan. Yeah, that's me. And Ethan, so, it sounded like you were going to say something earlier. Yeah. Were you going to? Did you have another? So one last thing you want to um, mention? I, I just didn't catch your band camp. I want to follow you. Okay. Oh, um, sure. Yeah, it's it's just my name. What what? How do you spell your last name? Uh, T as in uh turtle. Yeah. A as in apricot. P as in pineapple. I as in iodine. And A as in astrophysicist. Awesome. Now anyone who wasn't clear knows. Yeah. And you, hey, ch- check me out. Check me out on all the band camps you can look at. Bandcamp.com/slash/bitchandseahorse. You can check out bandcamp.com/slash/theyifs. You can check out, uh, I can't think of any other ones, but I feel Martin, like I have more music out there. Anyway. Martin, Martin David Tapia? You got it. Awesome. All right. Well, I mean, check me out. Well, I'll, I'll check you out too. Well, Music 69. Looking to expand or move your company? Look no further than Ohio. With a talented workforce for in-demand industries like tech, healthcare, engineering, manufacturing, and more, you can staff up and scale for growth. Ohio's central location and reliable infrastructure will help you impress your customers, while Ohio's affordable cost of living and quality of life will excite your employees. Why survive somewhere else when your business can thrive in Ohio? Visit successinohio.com today. This week on RVER, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm sorry, I can't operate on that vehicle. But doctor, you took an oath. That RV, it's my son's RV. Oh, doctor, isn't there anything you can do? I'm not a miracle worker, Sheila. I'm an RV surgeon, trained to save the lives of large injured recreational vehicles, which is definitely a real profession. When your RV really needs saving, Progressive has you covered. See if you could save with a leader in RV insurance. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates covered subject to policy terms. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.